Before I get to my next guest, Kyle Grouth, I want to give a shout out to a couple of more of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Strixon Cleveland Golf. Your best performance starts with the right golf ball at Strixon. A global leader in golf ball technology and innovation, Strixon offers a wide variety of award-winning golf balls for golfers of every skill level. Whether you're searching for a tour performance golf ball or a distance golf ball with incredible feel, Strixon provides the best golf balls at incredible prices. Strixon offers a wide variety of personalized options while also developing a highly visible colored golf ball as well. Select the right golf ball for your game today and trust it with Strixon. Check them out online at Strixon.com. S-R-I-X-O-N.com. Find the right golf ball for your game today. I also want to remind you about our friends over at Sun Mountain. There's a company nestled in the valley of Missoula, Montana, that embodies the essence of quality, function, and innovation, and that's Sun Mountain, which started building golf bags back in 1981. They are an industry leader in golf bags, travel covers, outerwear, and push carts. With flagship products that you've come to know, like the C-130 cart bag, the 2.5 ultralight stand bag, the club glider travel cover, the speed cart, and Rainflex rain gear. Sun Mountain continues its quest to provide the very best in golf products to every range of golfer. Visit them online at sunmountaingolf.com to look at their amazing product. Okay, now next on the tee with me is Kyle Groth. Kyle is the co-founder and CEO of Whiskers Laces, which is a premium shoelace company with laces that are going to liven up your golf shoes and knock your socks off. Kyle is from Delray Beach, Florida, played college baseball at Cornell University, where he was a team captain and played first base and outfield. His fielding percentage during his sophomore year of 995 is the fourth best all time at Cornell. And he ended his senior season with a bang, hitting home runs against Yale, Brown, and Penn, and had 11 hits over his final six games. Started Whiskers Laces back in 2017, and I'm glad to have him with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Kyle, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You do your homework. I, uh, I haven't heard those stats in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Kyle, take us back to those days at Cornell. How does a kid who was a three-year all-county player at uh, Pope John Paul II High School down in South Florida end up playing his college baseball up in Ithaca, New York? Oh, man, I, it, was, it was a shock. I actually met the coach out in Stanford, out in California, uh, believe it or not, and then ended up going up to upstate in Ithaca, New York to, to play in school and go to undergrad there. And it was it was a shock, to say the least. I think in, in South Florida, if the, if it was below 50, we would just cancel the game and play next week. And in Ithaca, <laughs> my first game, it was snowing and we shoveled the field. It was... <laughs> <laughs> a different culture, for sure. But glad I went. It was a great group of guys, great university. So, uh, just a, yeah, just a blast. Hey, Kyle, there have been some pretty prominent people in the world of sports who, who went to Cornell. People like Keith Olbermann from a broadcast perspective, hockey legends like Joe Newendike and Ken Dryden, Gary Batman from a commissioner perspective. Go way back in the day, Robert Trent Jones went there. Dick Schaap yep. went there. Our friend over on the football side to do a show called Thursday Night Tailgate. Ed Marinaro as a, as an alumni as well. Um, ever get a chance to spend any time around any of the Cornell legends? Um, a few, you know, we, we used to have, um, just like athletic dinners with, and some of the, the Hall of Famers would come back into town and, um, got to meet a few of them. 
Um, and some up and coming as well. There's some hockey players that were there while I was there that I was friends with that are still, still doing well. And, um, and my roommate actually in college was a quarterback. And so I got to know a good bit of, of the football players and, and the alumni there. Uh, and trying to make it back every few years for some of the alumni events as well. So Kyle, about five years ago, you founded Whiskers Laces. Where did the idea to start a premium shoelace company come from? <laughs> I think if you asked me six years ago if I would, would be in shoelaces, I probably would have said you you were crazy. Uh, but I was. I've always been fascinated with 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 building fun brands, finding these kind of white spaces and categories that that were forgotten. Um, I started my career in spirits and bourbon and then rum, um, helping grow a couple brands in those categories, and then was always really fascinated with the sock revolution. Uh, and I knew a founder of one of the sock companies that really helped lead the charge and take take that category from the black, white, commodity-driven category to what it is today. Um, and it was probably late 2016 when I ripped a pair of shoelaces. I was lacing up a pair of Cole Hans, ripped a pair, and then went looking for a replacement pair of laces. And that's when it hit me that there really aren't any. Uh, you can you can buy your really cheap replacement lace of kiwis at the the pharmacy or or grocery store, but there really wasn't and there weren't any brands out there that were making quality laces made in the U.S. Uh, with different styles designs that would allow you to to, to add a, a a subtle pop of color. And so once it hit, I went down this like six month shoelace rabbit hole, just pulling all the data, the stats I could figure out and who's in the market, who's doing what, who's doing it well, um, what are some of the barriers to ent- enter just as a company and a consumer. Um, and then I was lucky enough to partner and meet up with Mike Gossett, who's our chief of product. Uh, I knew very early that I didn't have the, the product sense and, uh, and innovation knowledge. And so Mike spent 20 years uh, of his career at Nike and Crocs and product innovation. And as soon as I pitched him the idea he was in, he was on board. And so 2017, we started mapping out the product, figuring out how we wanted to launch, really test the business, test the category, um, prove the concept, and really prove that people would buy a better pair of laces, uh, both from a, from a product quality and also a style standpoint. And so we launched January 2018 was our first full month. Um, and so we launched very intentionally in dress laces to begin with, knowing that it was a black brown primary um, shoe category that we could disrupt with a pop of color. We could make the brand known, uh, establish the brand as a premium brand, get some real good learnings behind us, uh, and then and then roll out from there. And so it took a few months. Uh, I think our first our first month we sold a hundred pairs and we were thrilled and probably fifty of them were like friends and family. Uh, <laughs> and then by by April we started to see it hockey stick. Uh, and then by, by holiday season in 2018, there were days where we were selling over a thousand pairs a day and trying to hire friends and family and get laces out the door and, uh, to people in time for the holidays. Since then, we've, we've expanded quite a bit. Um, so since really 2018, say early 2019, we started getting, uh, a lot of consumers just reaching out, uh, specifically for golf laces, which I thought was interesting just because there's such a heavy overlap, uh, in those categories. And so in 2019, we actually did a, a small golf test with some of our, our, uh, our power, our power customers, uh, got some good learnings under our belt to 
figure out what works for the category, start designing different weaves, materials. Um, we're also in the process of bringing our supply chain over to the U.S. Um, uh, in 2020. <laughs> and we had some, some large golf plans in 2020. And then, um, of course, the pandemic hit, and we wanted to make sure folks were still buying shoelaces at a time where, where they weren't wearing shoes. Uh, but we were fortunate enough to really make it through the pandemic and uh, come out strong. And since then, we've grown. And now we have dress laces, boot laces. We launched uh, 35 different sneaker laces. Uh, and we're up to about 60 pairs of uh, golf styles as well. So, Kyle, talk about the quality of your laces. What is it that sets them apart from, as you mentioned, whether it was Kiwi, the Kiwi brand or whoever's brand it was that you pulled and you know broke apart? Talk about how yours are different and better. Sure. Yeah, I think that's one thing that, I mean, shoelaces have been around for, for centuries, right? I think it's probably been one of the most overlooked accessories around. And um, and, and it's very common in uh, as a footwear company, if you're looking to hit your margin, the, the first two places you look is you cut cost in your shoelaces and you cut cost in the insoles. And so typically, when you buy a new pair of shoes, even if they're $300 pair of shoes, you're still getting that standard cotton lace that cost them 13 cents to make. Uh, and so what we did is we tried to just play around and, and redesign what's in the shoelace and then how it's, how it's woven and what works best for each category. Um, and so all of our laces are made here in North Carolina. Um, we were able to update some of the, um, some of the materials just based on durability and sustainability as well. Um, so all of our laces are made from recycled plastic polyester, um, some nylon in the, in the sneaker and golf, um, as well as, uh, our dress laces. And then I'd say another area that, that sets us apart a little bit is typically you get like that single plastic wrapped aglet. Uh, aglet is a, is a good trivia word. It's that end of the, the shoelace, the, the plastic end of it. Um, for our dress laces, we actually, we have metal aglets. And then for our golf sneaker and boot, um, we just have extra wrapped, uh, just much more durable aglets so they don't fray on you as you lace and unlace them. So, Kyle, when I look at your golf laces, you actually have them in a couple of different, I, I guess you would call them styles because you have athletic golf and classic golf. What's the difference between the two? Sure. That was, so that was one of the challenges when, when la- launching in golf, right, is there's there's really two main styles of shoes when you're looking at like shoelace length. Athletic is more that traditional sneaker. I think, uh, Nike, Adidas, uh, Echo style shoe. Um, and then classic, we call it classic. It's really the old kind of dress your foot joy style that, um, takes more of a dress lace than an athletic lace. So we wanted to make sure we had laces for both of those and then multiple designs and patterns inside of each. You've also got a team collection, and as a Steelers fan, I got to get my hands on the black and yellow striped ones for football season. But you've got them in all <laughs> kinds of different color combinations. Some out there, my wife's a University of Georgia fan, as is my brother-in-law, and I see you got some Georgia colors, Alabama colors, you know, Carolina colors. Talk about the team collection. Yeah, that was that, that's probably so. After we launched, we launched with kind of our our basic collection of what we thought just covered the basics and got consumers what they wanted. And then right behind that, we, we, we assumed that the team colors would take off for us. And, and they really have across all categories, particularly golf. Um, it depends on the season. 
Uh, I think it's interesting. It makes total sense, but um, particularly around football season is when those questions just take off for us um, for both pro and college schools. And so we just continue to add to that. But I think we have at this point, we have, we're over a hundred styles um, and we have about 90% of, of the top schools covered at this. And talk about your classic and athletic caddy crates. Those caught my eye as well. <laughs> no, absolutely. We, we did, we've been playing around with some fun brands. Um, we partnered with, uh, Palm Golf, um, to supply, um, some of their towels, their ball markers. Uh, we included some whiskered branded, uh, tees and, uh, marker as well. Um, and then inside of that, we have both in the, the athletic and classic, uh, we have a three pack of laces that just covers the essentials. Uh, those have done great for us. We're actually, sold out of most of those now and in the process of restocking. Um, but that was a fun collaboration we did with, with Palm and really saw that take off. And that was one of the first collabs we've done in golf. Um, and since then, we've really seen just the, the category take off. It's been it's been a ton of fun to be in. It's, golf, as you know, is, is just a joy. It's a small world. Uh, people are great to deal with. And, and once things start to take off, they start to snowball. Uh, so we've seen We've seen um, a good bit of PGA, LPGA players and caddies wear them over the past uh, few months, and so that's when that's when it, it starts getting really exciting when you get texts and emails from friends just seeing your laces on TV. And Kyle, you mentioned a little bit ago the sock revolution, and I always tell my uh, friends at work, "Don't try to outsock me." And you've got some very cool-looking <laughs> socks as well. Talk about those. Yeah, for sure. We so we have. Um, we have kind of our coordinating socks and what we have is really our, our, our initial collection. Um, and so what we wanted to do was launch with a few different styles of dress and sneaker style socks. Some of that mid range sock that allows folks to, to really coordinate with their laces. And so all of those colors match with our top selling laces, um, and, and are some of our best sellers in golf as well. Um, but our socks also are made from recycled plastic polyester. They're all made in North, here in North Carolina. Uh, by a great partner of ours. And so, and over the next 90 days or so, we should be coming out with, a um, some new fun designs as well in socks. Kyle, before I let you go, let our listeners know, how can they go online, take a look at all the things that you have from the laces to the socks and everything else, and then follow you on social media? Absolutely. So on social media, it's just, uh, at Whiskers Laces. Uh, and online it's whiskerslaces.com or uh, golf specific whiskersgolf.com. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for taking time out of your night to come and be a part of the show. Your your brand is exciting. I I tell you what, the uh, the laces and the socks are something that uh, I've got to you know get into my shoes to make them look a little nicer. And like I say, those yellow and black ones for football season definitely are going to be in my shoes to uh, uh, root on my Steelers. So thank you so much for for telling us all about it. And I look forward to all the success you guys have and getting you back on the show again soon. Thanks so much for having me. And we'll, we'll send a bunch of black and yellows your way. I appreciate you. Take care, Kyle. All the best <laughs> to you care. and your family. You too. Take care. That is Kyle Groth. Again, whiskerslaces.com is the website. And folks, I got I got to tell you, right. As a, as a Steelers fan, obviously my eye went right to those, right. Of course. But, when I started to look around at all the different team combinations, they talked about the socks and how you can coordinate the socks and the laces. How cool is that? Right? To get those, get, get you, 
several pairs of socks that, that coordinate with your laces, put them in and out of your shoes. Not only your dress shoes, but your, you know, your tennis shoes, your golf shoes. All that stuff is fantastic. To his point, who would have thought about that? You know, as he said, if you'd have told me six years ago, I'd be doing this, he, he wouldn't have done it. But you know, that is something, right? That we don't think about that can really jazz up your, you know, your outfit, your shoes, your, your golf outfit, whatever you got going on. It was a nice burst of color, like he said. Fantastic stuff. Whiskerslaces.com. Kyle Groth is his name, and I look forward to following the brand, watch their success, and then catching up with Kyle again soon. All right, my friends, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks again to Tom Patrick, Bob Griffith, Chris Sheehan, and Kyle Groth for joining me tonight. Scheduled to join me next week are our good friend and the host of the Golf Kingdom, Rob Strano, will be back as will 2013 Senior Open champion Mark Wiebe. And huge congratulations go out to his son, Gunner, who Monday qualified for the Barbersaw Championship this week up in Lexington, Kentucky. We'll round out the show with a big announcement from our friends up at the McLemore. I'll have course co-designers Bill Bergen and Reese Jones, plus their CEO, Dwayne Horton, all on the show with me. So they've got some exciting things going on up there. Look forward to hearing all about it. So it's going to be a great show, folks. I hope you'll come back and be a part of it with us. You can listen to this show as a podcast on just about every major podcasting app out there. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audioboom, Player.fm, Podbean. Folks, if you've got a favorite podcasting app, we're probably on that one, too. Just go to the search bar, type in Next on the T. You'll probably find us on there as well. Please check out our website, nextonthetea.net, to see what our upcoming guest schedule looks like. Plus, we give you links back to recent episodes and individual guest segments. So whether you've got 20 minutes or two hours, we've got some great content on there for you as well. Folks, thank you again for choosing to listen to this show tonight. I know you have a lot of great golf podcasts out there to choose from. I am very thankful that you continue to make Next on the Team one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.